We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Kits and Wagers, a Roto-Wire fantasy soccer podcast sponsored by So Rare. Are you looking for NFTs that are both fun and of actual utility? Try So Rare, the largest NFT-based fantasy game. You can collect, trade, and complete with officially licensed digital cards of soccer players from over 180 clubs on So Rare. That's S-O-R-A-R-E dot com. And with that, I am Adam Zadroik, editor Soccer editor at RotoWire, joined by Chris Owen, a writer at RotoWire. Chris, well, we got we got ads now on Kits and Wagers, so we're going big time here. Uh, like to see it. Tell us about it and uh, how you've been feeling over the past week here. Good. So I got a on track Frankfurt uh, training top here. Uh, spent a little time there in 2016. So you know, I've always enjoyed them as a as a Bundesliga side. Can't root for Bo- uh, Bayern just out of you know principle and so you know i'm rocking this one here used to uh play with uh, philip kostich a lot in ultimate fifa ultimate team the guy is a beast and then of course uh, alexander meyer back in the day would just score goals in the boatload for Eintracht and just kind of a club legend so thought i'd break this one out this week uh feeling good nice to be back off an international break and talking about the premier league again Although the uh, U.S. men's national team made it interesting over the last two weeks, that's for sure. So uh, good to see them pull it out last night against Costa Rica. And uh, other than that, feeling great. You know, looking forward to playing, getting back some season-long going, some DFS, and, uh, of course, talking about our bets this week. Heck, yeah, talking about our bets. Uh, for me, I'm going – it's still the international break uh, somewhat. We still got some South American matches tonight, so – I've got uh, Guatemala here. I was South Africa last week, so I'm switching continents. I'm, I'm in Guatemala. Uh, this is a it's a present from uh, my brother. He went down there for a few months at a time a while back. And now I'm here wearing this awesome Guatemala jersey that I'm pretty sure uh, no one I know has had. No one I know has. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if there's a betting podcast out there that's as well well traveled as Kits and Wagers at this point, or at least you know it has a, as many wide variety of, of kits as we do. So, you know, get it. You can get it all here as far as the kits go. I uh, can't argue that. So I guess we haven't really talked about. I guess it's always good to look at you know what what we've done in the past and how how things went for us. So game week seven, uh, it was it was mostly bad for me. I mean, 
I'll say mostly. Uh, it was just unfortunate. Uh, I had Chelsea win to nil against Southampton, and you know they dominated that match, and it just wasn't just wasn't meant to be. They uh, they heard the podcast, they heard Kits and Wagers, and you're like Ben Showell got I think his first start of the season in league play. And he's like, you know what, I'm gonna. I'm going to take down, I don't know who it was, Ward Prowse maybe in the box. And then uh, Southampton got a PK and ended up being 3-1. And so that, you know, I, I was right in theory, I want to say. So uh, I'll, still, I'll still keep looking for those win and no bets, but uh, just unfortunate overall. Uh, how'd your game week seven bet go? Yeah, as I like to say, the process was good. The result maybe wasn't quite as what you wanted, but... Yeah, my best bet missed. I had uh, I was targeted on that Man City Liverpool game, and I believe I had uh, um, what the heck was it? It was both teams to score no draw plus one forty. Well, both teams did score. They both scored twice, and uh, so they ended up in a draw. So I missed out on that one. Um, I did mention the Mo Salah, and I'm going to get into some anytime goal scoring odds a little bit later here. But uh, Mo Salah's been just insane. He had plus he was plus one sixty to score. Of course, he netted. Um, so that would have, that would have hit, but yeah, I missed a couple other ones that, uh, we're, we're kind of intriguing. We talked about the Burnley Norwich match and it's and probably going to talk about Norwich again later, but, um, the Norwich, uh, tie and under one and a half was plus 900, which would have been, would have been nice to hit that had you bet it, uh, because that game ended up at uh, nil, nil, nil. So, um, that's, that's one we kind of talked about that would have been really, uh, really fruitful had it, had you a uh, bet on it. Yeah, the scoreless draws are always pretty fun. I really like the uh, the under, and I'm just saying fun to bet on, maybe not yeah, fun to yeah. watch. Uh, <laughs> Terrible to watch, but yeah. Because uh, yeah. uh, I, I did like the under in Brighton Arsenal, and, you know, if I if I thought about – I usually do when I'm playing DFS, I usually think about the scoreless draw, and that sometimes I like playing for that. But for some reason, you know, it just wasn't in my mind for betting that. I took the under two and a half for Brighton Arsenal. I you know, finish scoreless kind of my bet hit, but you know, if we want to hit one of those plus 1000 scoreless draw bets, that's always nice to have too. But yeah, your, your Liverpool man city one, it was uh pretty unfortunate. I'd say, you know, you got this for those first uh, couple goals. You're feeling pretty good. And Liverpool got that second one and you know, man city, they just fought back to, to get the point there. So yeah. Unfortunately, Mo Salah sent Bernardo Silva to an early retirement there before he uh, ended up scoring. But yeah, it was a, and then was it Foden with the late, late equalizer? That was, I mean, what a match, but yeah, uh, yeah did, bet didn't hit, but you know, maybe we got it back in entertainment quality. Yeah, it was definitely up and down. Pretty, pretty fun. I mean, even, you know, even you're a Liverpool fan, but it's still, still a good game to watch. So can't complain completely there. Um, but looking at game week eight, it was what we're doing today. So uh, speaking of Liverpool, they opened things off, and they're the first game after the international break, I guess, uh, as we mentioned, you know, a month ago. Uh, just these guys, these South American guys, kind of 50-50. I don't think that um, Jurgen Klopp has had his press conference yet, so we don't know if Allison or Fabinho are going to be playing. Uh, the, these are going to be things, you know, you want to keep an eye on. I think uh, Bielsa just came out this morning and said, basically said if Rafinha plays or starts tonight for Brazil, he's pro he's not going to be playing Saturday. So uh, these are big 
things that you want to, you know, take into account for when you're betting these teams. If you want to bet ahead of time, you want to know uh, what the situation is for some of these guys, some of these guys coming back with injuries, that kind of thing. But just looking through the odds here, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, got it pulled up here. But um, mainly it's not the most competitive Saturday, I guess you could say, or most competitive game week. You got Manchester City as a huge favorite, minus 800, but probably the biggest game, maybe just from a competitive standpoint, I guess you could say Manchester United home. Sorry, they're at uh, Leicester City. Uh, Leicester City, they are plus 255 at home uh, to beat Manchester United. Uh, what pops out to you for this this early slate here? Yeah, the it's going to be really tough to, to kind of bet on that Liverpool-Wofford match just because, you know, normally with international breaks, there's, it's always a little complicated, and then you add in the layer of COVID-19 and, and who, you know, what happens when they're coming back. So definitely... So those early ones are tough to, to tough to keep an eye on. But you mentioned Manchester Leicester, Leicester City. Uh, that's kind of interesting as, uh, you know, Man United dealing with a couple different injuries, especially in the, uh, you know, is Harry, Maguire, Harry Maguire's out, you know, Rafael Varane might be out. So are they going to have to start Lindelof and Eric Bailly? Yeah, you know, I think those guys are both out. So, yeah, yeah. So, that's that's kind of definitely um, you know kind of makes you want to think about that Leicester City for attack and uh, specifically for me I, I mentioned anytime goal scorers the Jamie Vardy's plus one ten to score uh, he and Mo Salah currently leading the Premier League in goals with six uh, Vardy scored in five of seven matches so you know got to believe that it's a little bit easier when you're not you know it's consider Harry Maguire world class uh, Rafael Varane definitely in, in his past world class without those two center backs. And uh, Eric Bay, you know, I, when's the last time he he got consistent playing time? Well, uh, Victor Lindelof, you know, kind of a, kind of plays pretty consistently in the in European Cups and other cup matches. So, might be something to target at least with uh, uh, Jamie Vardy on the anytime goal scoring odds. And then there's a couple other players out there for Leicester that you might want to think about too. So, that's something that kind of pops out to me. And then. Um, you know, definitely there's, there isn't really a marquee matchup on this one that you want to look at. Like, you know, last week we had Man City, Man City, Liverpool, we've had Chelsea, Tottenham. So this week, like the marquee matchup might, might be that match that we're talking about. Well, yeah. uh, West Ham, Everton is also kind of intriguing just because those are two, two teams have been really strong to start the season. They're kind of on the, you know, thinking about maybe uh, being on the cusp of uh, European play next season. So I would look at that one, but, and they, they've both shown that they've got some offensive firepower. So that being said, we've got uh, uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin is at plus 150 on the anytime goal scoring now as well. Michelle Antonio is plus 185. Um, just two things to think about there. As, yeah. As, DCL, he's, it doesn't look like he's going to be ready to start, but oh, that's, I that's could a change in a couple of days, but it doesn't look like it. Okay, gotcha. That's a that's a heartbreaker from a season long perspective, um, as I'm a big DCL DCL investor. So, um, but Antonio plus one eighty five, as I mentioned, he's uh, somebody to consider too against Everton. Yeah. So just uh, going back to what you said here, I I forgot to mention because uh, you know it's been almost two weeks now. Uh, so Watford has a new manager, and I don't like betting against teams in their first match with a new manager. So they brought in Claudio Ranieri, and you know it is Liverpool. We've kind of both been on them the first couple months, but uh, I don't know. They're gonna come, you know they might come out with a new formation. Um, I think Ranieri's kind of been like a four four two kind of 
kind of manager, but that's something I'd probably watch out for. Uh, just in general, you know, these guys want to show up for the new manager, that kind of thing. And, you know, he's already had success. I know what Watford, they've been tweeting out. Uh, I've seen it the last couple of days. Uh, I think Ranieri, he's, he's won four of his last five home matches against Liverpool. Like, I don't know how long that goes back, but it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty fun stat. I don't think it has any relevance for this game, but it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, you know, should Liverpool be missing a couple players and back here, Allison back here and uh, Fabinho, you know, might be something worth taking. I still think they've got the quality to do it without those guys, but uh, definitely that, that, uh, that jump that each Premier League team seems to get when they put a new manager in, whether it's players trying to go out and impress or, or the uh, tactics of the new manager, always something to consider. Yeah. Yeah, I do like the over uh, two and a half in that Man United uh, Leicester game because we're already talking here. Uh, Manchester United, they're going to be out both their two starting center backs. You know, one of them, Linda Law, future, you got, he's plenty experienced and he was a starter last season. But then you got Eric Bailly and, you know, he's kind of played here and there throughout the last couple of years. Combine that with uh, Leicester, who just, they just, you know, they haven't really been stopping anyone. They're up 2-0 on Crystal Palace a couple weeks ago. They gave that one up, and it was 2-2. I just don't think they're, they're just playing really well overall. And you can – I don't know why the odds are, you know, it's minus 130 for two-and-a-half goals. I think I think it's pretty good value because I think this is a game that's going to be pretty up and down. I think both these teams are going to want to attack. They're going to want to get on the right foot here. And I think that's just uh, pretty good odds there. It'd be maybe even a game to where you're looking at uh, going going a little crazy, maybe over three and a half goals. It's plus 188, over four and a half goals. Could be like a 3-2, 4-2 kind of game. I just yeah. think it's going to be pretty exciting, though. Yeah, Leicester haven't kept a clean sheet since opening day. So definitely a, a, a back line that's kind of in disarray right now. Yeah, like they brought investor guard and everything, but they I, they just really haven't figured things out. Uh, and I guess that's another game to touch on here just because, you know, Chelsea are one of the favorites to win the league, but they are minus 170 to win at Brentford. So uh, Liverpool were in this situation a few weeks ago. That was a 3-3 draw. Um, just looking back at that match and looking at this one, what are your thoughts on Brentford playing at home? And do you think they can, you know, put up another fight against Chelsea here? Yeah, I would say from pure, purely viewing perspective, this is one to watch just because Brentford have played, you know, they beat Arsenal, they tied Liverpool in what is arguably the best game of the season at, with that 3-3 draw. So I, the draw, what did we say the draw was? It was um, pretty long odds at plus 290. Yeah. Uh, so I, I wouldn't be opposed to considering the draw at plus 290. Chelsea plus minus 170, not a ton of value there if I, if I was going to, try and do that so i would say if there's anything to target it'd be the draw i just don't know if brantford can get it done against a society as strong as chelsea um but yeah that, that's probably what i would target is that plus 290 draw all right so with that uh it's about time for best bets and getting into some some other bets so uh what is your best bet of the week here yeah, it's, uh, you know, after much consideration, um, I've had to uh, go back to the well here. Um, Norwich City, I, it's like the only thing that we've really been 
that we feel like we've consistently been able to predict is what Norwich is going to do this season. And that's just not play very well. Um, they're playing Brighton this week and uh, Brighton is plus 100. So that, that's a two win. That's going to, I'm going to lock that in as my best bet. Uh, and then another uh, layer of that would be the under uh, one and a half goals is plus 205. The under two and a half goals is minus 135. So um, just kind of theorizing here, but uh, Norwich City, they haven't, they've scored two goals in five of their seven matches, or they've been shut out in five of their seven matches. And uh, Brighton have scored two goals in five of their seven matches. So if you want to, if you think about a potential 1 0 win for Brighton here, that's plus 205. So take Brighton at plus 100, take the under one and a half at plus 205. If you think they might uh, score two goals here against Norwich's back line, uh, the under two and a half is minus 135. So uh, that's my best bet again, plus 100, Brighton plus 100. And then um, a couple of added layers there if you really want to dig into it. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a good, good best bet to look at just because there's not a ton that can happen in this match just based on the way these teams played. Unless, unless Norwich changed the formation, like they've, they've gone to five defenders the last couple matches and that's kind of just made things even more defensive, maybe maybe, maybe even more ugly uh, than they were at the beginning of the season. But, you know, Brighton, their team, if, if uh, the other team lets them, they're going to they're gonna control possession and they're just going to work the ball around, try and get their best, uh, their best shot at goal there. And I think, you know, I think I, I like all of those there. If you're getting yeah. plus 100 to win against Norwich, um, I mean, they're home, but I'm not sure how much that means. Um, just overall, the under in that match, those teams are have been both kind of struggling to score. I think it just came out today, Danny Wellback, he just underwent hamstring surgery. So he's going to be out for a few months. So they're still trying to figure out uh, someone to play next to Mape up front. Um, they put uh, Trossard there last match, and, you know, they, they drew 0-0 to Arsenal. So, um if anything, like you got the under two and a half goals is minus one thirty-five. If you like the, uh, I know I'm not sure where it's available, but I know at DraftKings, uh, if you bet uh, for both teams to score a no, you can get minus one ten. So a little better odds. I mean, you're looking at one nil to either side, two nil to either side, or a score of the straw. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, even then, like for even with the two and a half, like it's. I'm not even sure it's a match that, you know, it's going to be 3-0 or 2-1. Or it just doesn't seem like it between those teams with just with how they play, really. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, I mean, you mentioned uh, Danny Welbeck being out. Uh, for the most part, Brighton should be at full strength. I mean, Basuma's kind of a late fitness check, and so they should be – they should, you know, play most – pretty much most of their starting 11 against the side that they, you know, you would think they would normally beat. So I think that's a, a bet that's worth considering. What are you thinking about for your best bet? Yeah, so I guess I brought up the, you know, both teams to score the no taking that. So that's kind of, look at my article on rotowire.com. That's kind of what I, I don't know, that's it, how it played out to be. I, I think, I don't know how many bets I had in the article, but I probably wrote about four or five uh, for taking no on both teams to score. And that's what my best bet is going to be this week. Uh, we haven't mentioned yet this Southampton Leeds match. I just want to run through uh, the injuries here, or the suspensions, I guess you could say. So Southampton's best player, James Ward-Prowse, he's suspended uh, for the next few for Southampton. 
also coming out today, uh, Shea Adams, he's out. He picked up a muscle injury. Uh, I guess we mentioned uh, Rafinha. So Rafinha, he is a doubt. I'd, there are rumors that he's going to start tonight for Brazil. If that's the case, I don't think he's going to be playing uh, for Leeds on Saturday. This is you know less than, what, 48 hours between matches. Uh, Patrick Bamford, he's still out. Uh, who else? Calvin Phillips. He is, I think he has a calf issue. He had to withdraw from the national team and uh, he's a doubt. He He's more likely to play than anyone else. But I mean, I'm just getting tired from, you know, just going down this, this injury list for these teams. And already uh, when you look at Southampton, so they're, they've had three home matches. Uh, there's only been three goals scored in, in those, uh, Two of those came in the 1-1 draw against Manchester United uh, a couple months ago. And then you got Leeds. They failed to score more than one goal in all but one match this season. Again, that I think it came in the openers, 2-2. They played against Everton. So, you know, two teams have kind of really haven't figured things out. Leeds, they're not going to have their best striker. Uh, combine that with their already their struggles. And sure, they got some backline issues, but... I'm not sure Southampton's going to be able to benefit without Ward Prowse. Uh, so if you look at this match, um, I guess I want to look at last season too. Can mention that Leeds dominated both of them 2 0, 3 0. But again, uh, Bamford, Rafinha, they combined for three of those goals. Uh, pretty relevant. Uh, but getting back to the best bet here. So we got both teams not to score. Um, I guess that uh, we're, I'll word that differently. So if you take. Both teams to score, you take the no on that, you can get plus 130. Uh, I think a couple of days ago it's plus 140, so it's moving down. So if you want to get on that, I think even if Rafinha starts, I still like this bet. Um, uh, it might be a trap, I don't know, because plus 130 just doesn't seem correct given the numbers I just I just laid out here. You can also get under two and a half goals at plus 115. Um, it's almost like the odds makers are just kind of – you know, they're looking at leads and they're just kind of basing it off last season when, you know, there are all these, all these goals in their matches, but that's hasn't really been the case this year. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't see any other reason for like the under two and a half goals being plus odds though. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, especially just so much uncertainty given <laughs> all those lineups and, you know, not only just like some guys, some, some squad players, but like some really key players and Patrick Bamford and Rafinha. Yeah, it's just one of those things that might be just looking at, uh, I don't know, previous results, previous seasons, and not really taking into full account, like recent form or injuries. Uh, it's just something that, you know, catches your eye when you're looking at the odds here. But so those are our best bets. Uh, we got anything else uh, to discuss? I guess we haven't mentioned, uh, you know, we got the Monday night showdown here, uh, Arsenal home to Crystal Palace. You got thoughts on that one? Well, I mean, last week we talked about Arsenal as my as my no bet, so I'm you know going to stay true to my word here and uh, try to avoid that as much. It looks like they're pretty big favorites, I believe. Yeah, minus one fifty five. Yeah, minus one fifty five against Crystal Palace. So, I mean, I'm not I can't say anything bad about them anymore. I guess for the time being, until they start losing again, then I'll be able be able to uh, pile on. Yeah, I'll be, I'm doing an article for that match, uh, just diving into some numbers there. But uh, just one with that one, I think it was minus 200 uh, last week, and now it's minus 155. So that's something to 
taking account. I don't know the sharps, the soccer sharps are are uh, going after Crystal Palace or something for some reason. Unclear on that one, but um, I think uh, that's that Sunday game between Everton and West Ham. I think that one will be pretty fun, uh, yeah. just because you got two teams uh, that love to score. They love to you know go off the counter. Uh, doesn't help that Richarlison and DCL might be out, but um, do you think? Uh, let's see, our, uh, Everton plus one fifty, West Ham plus one ninety. Uh, you prefer a side in that one? Um, I mean, you just mentioned, but no Richarlison, no DCL. If that's the case, you know, give me West Ham all day. I don't think the ghost of Solomon Rondon is is up to par here. You know, I just don't think that Everton's quite good enough to get it done. But uh, that's that's probably how I feel there. Um, just given West Ham, how they've played, how they're how they've looked under David Moyes this season. Give me West Ham there. Yeah, uh, I was on the over uh, two and a half goals there. And then, you know, this news came out today. It's like, oh, well, Calvert-Luon and uh, Richarlison, they aren't they aren't fully training. They've only been training individually for the past week. So it's like, oh, well, I do like the minus 115 odds there on the over. But, yeah, like you said, I don't, I, I don't know about Solomon Rondon, though. I mean, you got Demarai Gray and Andrews Townsend. Those guys are playing well, but yeah, uh, I'm probably still going to end up taking the over in that one. You know, don't I don't want to fool you guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, West Ham at plus one ninety. If you're intrigued by that, the draws two forty five, and uh, Everton to win. Like I mentioned, if they're not if they're missing some serious attacking power, might steer clear of this one. But they're plus one fifty to win at least on DraftKings. Yeah, so uh, I guess that's those are our best bets there. We can uh, we want to look at some goal odds. Your favorite your favorite player to goal to uh, score yeah. or anything? Or? Yeah, so I mentioned a few of these here, but uh, I mentioned um, Jamie Vardy, uh, DCL on DCL's out most likely, but Ant- Antonio plus one eighty five. But you know, we we try to here on this podcast, we try to uh, mix it up. We try to get a few different bets going. You know, expose each each of our listeners to something interesting. Uh, I have been talking about the most solid goal anytime goal scorers odds for the past couple weeks. Here, last week he was plus one sixty against Manchester City. Uh, the week before he was plus one thirty against Bradford. He's now minus one twenty. So I believe he's got the best anytime goal scoring odds on of the uh, the ten games this weekend. So maybe you know, despite him being in great form, maybe that's one that doesn't quite have the return that that it has had in uh, the previous couple weeks. Um, but still, something to consider. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. He's plus one ten anytime goal scorer. Uh, he scored in three of five. Premier League matches, and as you mentioned earlier, Leicester have allowed, uh, they've been just poor defensively. They've allowed the fourth most goals in the Premier League at 12, and then I did mention uh, Jamie Vardy earlier at plus 110. Then finally, uh, Harry Kane is plus 110 anytime goal scorer, so you know, you get one goal, does he break the duck that he's sitting on? Um, You get one goal from a plus 110, then then that might be a, a bit a nice little bet there. So those are a few anytime goal scorers that I'd keep an eye on. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely intrigued to see if Harry Kane can finally get it going eight matches into the season. Yeah. You can see just by, uh, if you're following along on YouTube, you can see the difference in, in the odds here, just to score. Yeah. Uh, like we're looking at FanDuel here on the pull up the cheat sheet. Uh, don't forget cheat sheets, rotowire.com. And, Harry Kane minus one ten, I believe you said plus one ten. 
Yeah, he's he's plus one ten on DraftKings. Okay, Jamie Vardy plus one forty five. I think you said minus or maybe plus. Yeah, he's on on uh, on DraftKings. He's plus one ten. Looks like on FanDuel, you said plus one forty five. Yeah, so if you like, if you have money at different sports books, it's pretty. It's usually pretty wise just to just to compare uh, what you got uh, with these sports books. So one thing that RotoWire does is uh, the the sports betting page you can pull up uh, that I've that I've had uh, up throughout the show, but you know they'll, they'll compare the odds for DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM, PointsBet, and that I mean that usually helps uh, just to see like where you're getting the best number and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you know it's not a ton, but when you're comparing a plus one ten and plus one forty five, and like obviously it depends you know how much money you're putting down on that, but it's still going to be uh, a pretty decent. Uh, difference there when you're when you're putting those bets in but i'm looking at goal scores i think uh, just going back to liverpool like uh jota he's dealing with the muscle injury that he's he should be fine that's that was the latest word on the street from Klopp. but there's a chance for me starts and like if he's at plus 155 against watford why not um and then you got uh kevin de bruyne here manchester city they're massive favorites we haven't really talked about that i kind of like uh, Manchester City minus two and a half in that one. It's a huge number, but they've dominated that matchup. But you can get De Bruyne plus 165. Uh, I mean, there's a chance that uh, Gabriel Jesus does not start. Uh, he's one of those South Americans, so he's going to be coming back late. So consider that. They'll probably do some kind of false nine. It'll be a lot of De Bruyne up front. If you're getting him as a massive favorite at plus 165, that's pretty good odds. I'm um, kind of weird to to see those odds when you got like Foden at plus 130 and yeah. even then it's like I don't know some some of these odds I, I don't really agree with like why is De Bruyne plus 165 and then Ferran Torres like he's not going to play because he, he just he just he picked up a foot injury over the break but he's minus 110 that doesn't make any sense yeah, definitely. Uh, again, outlining the point where it, it gets uh, key to look at different sports books rather than just keying in on one. So, like on DraftKings, De Bruyne's plus one twenty. You know, Phil Foden's plus one ten. So, you know, we're getting some different numbers there, and uh, you know, good to uh, to key in on the best number. That's uh, good for your bet. All right, I think that's what we get for this week. Again, our best bets. Chris took Brighton to win at plus 100. I took uh, both teams to score no on that at plus 130 between Southampton and Leeds. Chris, game week eight, great show. Uh, hope you're looking forward to the matches here. Uh, go Liverpool, right? It's always go Liverpool. We got a, a bunch of articles coming out this week or that uh, ahead of the weekend, so go check that out on rotowire.com. Yes, sir. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe at wherever you're listening uh, for podcast sake. And then on YouTube, uh, make sure to give the thumbs up. Again, this has been Kits and Wagers, a fantasy soccer podcast presented by Rotowire, brought to you by SoRare. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.